Here we go with the Chuck Turles, Sherry Ellinger Show. And you coming along. Here we are. We're live for you. Teeny's got the day off. Sherry, she did a difficult Friday and uh, weekend. She wasn't feeling well. Came down a bit of a cold from uh, temperature changes. Um, and um, she'll be better and back in there on Tuesday. Hmm. Temperature changes. All right. Hmm. Wonder how that happened. Oh, you mean, huh? Write to us at uh, MyNorthwest.com, or as Andrew says, nobody <laughs> writes there anyway. We're coming in through Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. We know you're all out there. one 973 All right. It's cutting a hole in the pond to go back in the other day because it froze back over again. I thought, I'm there with a chainsaw, and I thought, if I hurt myself with this chainsaw, no sympathy. Ooh, was he cutting down a tree or helping a neighbor with a fence? Or Nope, he's cutting a hole in the ice so he could jump in. Like, eh, no sympathy. I was extra careful with my chainsaw. Yeah, it's probably good, you know, words to live One by. to ten. Helping a neighbor, tree fell down on their property. I'm cutting it up for them and then stacking the firewood. I get a ten if I hurt myself. You find out I cut a hole in the pond to jump in. I hurt myself with a chainsaw. How much? What do you give me? One to ten. I'm going to give you one and a half. See, that's what I'm saying. Because you have children. (laughs) Okay, got it. And I know they would be devastated. Grown children. Mm. children. That's better. (laughs) As you get older, you care less about your parents being dead. (laughs) That's what it is. Okay. Wow. I have myself myself being injured by the chainsaw. You have me dying with the chainsaw. Well, look at that. All right. um, Here's what happened. Judge in New York says under the New York law, which I don't think they've ever used before, that if you falsify information on financial documents in order to get loans, um, oh, how big's the, how big's the apartment you got? Oh, it's 15, no, it's 30,000 square feet, not 15,000. What's the value of this and that and this and that? So Trump says, well, I got, you know, this amount of billions of dollars goes to Deutsche Bank, says I get this amount. They go, okay, fine, because they're going to loan, right? So it's the asset to loan ratio. They're going to look what you have, what you owe, what you want to borrow. And then they determine what your interest rate is, depending on how much asset you have, including in the documents with Deutsche Bank. You had to keep your wealth up at a certain level so that you know, all of a sudden they turn around to get the money from you if you have to walk on it. You don't have that much money. So they dig in there and they find out that uh, Trump has falsified a lot of this stuff. He's exaggerated a lot of it. So they throw the book at him, 350. They think it's going to be like what? 355. Almost, plus additional things like 450 million um, will be the total. Here's the weird part of the law as well. He needs to come up with that amount of money for the appeal. You got to have oh, a percentage that. of it. Or have, yeah, that's an extra part of it. So, so it's like now he's just like screwed. That's the other weird part of the law. And for those people that think, well, this, why are they throwing the book at him? Well, they should have known this because, well, here is Letitia James, the DA. Somebody caught her. Uh, she was out uh, before the election, what, a couple of years ago. Some lady was catches her on the cell phone oh here's letitia james she's running for district attorney let's let's talk to her this is just somebody on the streets so the second voice you hear is the da that threw the book at trump say oh i'm not going to bother to register to Uh, vote because my voice doesn't make a difference or i'm just one person i say one i say one name yeah vote donald trump vote because we're going to get donald trump thank you 
<laughs> will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I know my name personally. He built his wealth off the backs of New Yorkers. We need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. Challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. Yeah, she ran on, if you elect me, I'll get Donald Trump. So it's the old thing, uh, show me the person, I'll tell you the crime. She runs, I'm going to go get him. I'm. You put me in there, I'm going to get him. Believe me, I'm going to get this guy. Her, her entire two-minute, 2000, was what was the year of that thing? 2018 or something? I think it was 2018. Her sitting, facing the camera. All, every horrible atrocity in the world goes back to Donald Trump. We need to stop him. If you want to stop him and all the horrible things he's doing to everybody, then elect me okay so is anybody shocked by the fact that they did this some people are like what 450 some million dollars plus for the come up with the money for the uh, appeal well that's enough for just about everybody to go this is this is wow this is really really awful Mm -hmm. and when you talk to a trucker sherry Mm -hmm. he as i do yes Another, oh, this is the first trucker. So this guy, he has posted this. Yes, yeah, I've been Ray. on the radio talking, talking to drivers for about the last hour, hour 15 minutes. And uh, I'm talking to at least 10 drivers going the other way. I'm heading down from South Wisconsin. And uh, they're going to start refusing loads in New York City starting on Monday. So I, I don't know. Uh, how far across the country this is or how many truckers are going to start denying loads to go going to New York City but <laughs> I'll tell you what yeah 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 Chicago Ray you f- and find out okay we're tired of you motherfuckers this whoa 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 Chucker Ray okay yeah you know motherfuckers to get tired of this shit. And, and, you know, our bosses ain't going to care if we deny the loads. We'll just go somewhere else. All right? You know. All right, sir. All right. All right. Another trucker, Jennifer <laughs> Hernandez. I know you follow her as well it on the CB. New York City I day. do. Um, and, you know, I don't want to hurt the people of New York. That's not what I'm trying to do. But my part in it, if, if New York just loses 10%, just 10% of the trucks that go in there, their prices are going to skyrocket on everything from milk to eggs to any type of goods that the consumer needs. And when that happens, it's going to cost everybody more money. There's your boycott right there. So trying to get a boycott organized because pretty much if you put it all together, Letitia James runs as the DA, elect me, I'll go get Trump. She then goes, gets Trump. Wax him for five hundred and fifty-four million. The judge sets comes up with all of the. You faked this. You faked this. This was a real. This was you profited from this and this. Adds it all up and comes up with that number. Are you listening more? Listening more, Ray? There. <laughs> I had that. Got it. <laughs> but these these boycotts. 
I mean, I hate to say it, they don't really hurt anybody but the people that are trying to get the goods that are on the trucks. And a few of them, who knows if this is real? Remember the one that was going to be at the border with 700,000 trucks? And it turned out to be seven or something like that. So I I don't know how effective this is. I I agree with them that what they've done is outrageous. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's going to be effective. There was a case that was brought up in this article about uh, in Colorado where there was a trucker that killed four people in a crash, mm-hmm. and he got 110 years. Millions right. of people signed a petition, including Kim Kardashian, and that convinced the governor to reduce the sentence to 10 years. Uh-huh. Well, that can't really happen in this case. That, there's not going to be any wiggle room on his sentence or on his the, the payout. It's just there. Right. But people look at it, they say, well, okay, so what are the damages? Well, the 503, you've falsified this and this and this and this and this. What are the damages on the other side? The damages were zero. Deutsche Bank got repaid. But this law, which I don't know how many times they've actually put it in place, you don't need to have damages on the other side. You just see that the falsifying of the information is enough to get you. So they got them and they get them with 354. Can I I ask you about the appeal? Yes. So you're saying that in order to appeal this ruling, he has to come up with the 350 million that he owes. He's got to have a he's got to have a big chunk of it. I think that's how much it is altogether. I think he has to have uh, that amount of money as well. It has to be included in there. Yeah. That seems wild. He, yeah. What if he declares bankruptcy? What happens? I don't think that gets you out of it. Uh, he he's declared bankruptcy in other yeah, ways. Yeah, many times. Yeah. Yeah, but it's let's let's take the number out of it. Anyway. Here is somebody running for office saying, "If you elect me, I'll go get the guy." Right? Show me the person, I'll show you the crime. Right? This idea of democracy—they so hate him. The media, hard right. I mean, you know, the people, the conservatives, you know, so the rhino folks, and the left obviously hates him as well. And when people say, oh, the, the, the deep state or the swamp is out to get it, <laughs> what else do you need, right? What other, what other evidence that you need? Colorado tries to take them off the ballot, Maine, right? I mean, it's so obvious. They so much don't want you to vote for them. They so much don't want you to have the option to vote for them. You know, let's get them for the January 6th thing. Let's get this one. Let's get the Georgia folks or the RICO. They so, they don't. Trust you. They don't want you to have a choice. Oh, this is about democracy. Okay, well, let him run. They're so afraid that you're going to elect him and he's going to get in there and do things that you would like him to do that they don't want to give you the choice. They want to take it away from you. So they, you know, they try to impeach him a bunch. They try to get him on the January 6th thing. They get on the Rico thing in Georgia. They got the New York one. They whack him for 80 some million dollars on the woman that says she was raped. <laughs> this is like, if you need more evidence of the fact that the deep state, whatever you want to call that, is after Donald Trump. Here it is. A new piece just came out. Uh, Matt Taibbi has it. The CIA was behind the entire Russia hoax. They started this thing called uh, Hamilton 68. It was this group that was apparently the place you go to fact check everything. The uh, Hamilton 68 was where all the media would go to find out about the Russia collusion stuff. And apparently it was this group. You couldn't find it. They would tell you all of the how Russia was connecting with Donald Trump. And they were feeding all this stuff to the media. Well, now it's been found out 
uh, Hamilton 68, there was very few Russians involved. It was just a bunch of people. None of the stuff is fact-checked, but the media went to all of it. I mean, it's obvious since he first declared they didn't want him in 2015. They tried to stop him every way they could. And then, you know, then Joe gets 82 million votes and Donald Trump's the illegitimate president. And they just they, they just don't like him. They hate him. But more importantly, they don't want you. They don't trust you. They think you're going to vote for the guy. So they, they, let's get rid of him. I mean, he is hurting for money right now. And the Republican Party still, as much as too bad they don't have a candidate that can go against the power of Donald Trump, they're pouring money into this guy's, you know, legal funds. So it's crazy. I mean, if I, I we could play some of her, her um, uh, Letitia James's campaign thing. She was shameless looking into that camera. I will get him. I will stop him. Vote for me. A vote for me is a vote for democracy because I will bring Donald Trump down. 2018. Doesn't it stink? Does anybody have a problem with it? Does this shock the conscience of the court that they're doing this? I, I just wonder, is, is there any evidence whatsoever that there's something personal behind this with her? Was there a New York connection there with her that made her you know, go after him so viciously? I don't know, Joe, you get some political? of that I sent you? No. Joe, your mama. Okay. But I do so I do think her, like, I don't think it needs to be something personal. I think being anti-Trump is such a viable campaign strategy that that's all you need. I don't necessarily think, oh, she, like, she, she latched onto it with, you know, with mm -hmm. all of her teeth. And it worked. Evidently, she got elected, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These people just wanted to stop her. Yeah. Um, all right. In the time remaining, let's see. We'll hit a... Something light and airy. Mm -hmm. Did you say Harry? Mm -hmm. Airy. <laughs> oh, airy. Light and airy. Got it. Uh, <laughs> I need more time. Hit it again, please. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> more passengers cheating their way on to boarding in front of other people on planes. Seattle Times has the piece that uh, a man who had a cane in order to get on the plane, and then when he got off the plane, get ready, get ready, you ready? When he got off the plane, he wasn't using the cane. Mm. Shocking. <laughs> Why do you think people want to board early? This was the only thing that, that I thought was kind of weird. Because I don't know why people want to board early, but he gave two reasons in this article about why people would want to do that. One is, it's so strange, they're excited to get on the plane. No. They, they want to get to where they're going, and they think if they get on faster, it'll go better. And the other one, which I do understand, and I get that because I'm very small, and I, I always need help pushing around the overhead stuff. So it's to mm -hmm. make sure that you have enough room in the overhead compartment. That I get. Aww. But you're excited mm -hmm. about the, the, the plane ride that you're getting, getting yeah. on the plane? The reason I like to get on early is I like to get a full lungful of other people's breath that has been left in the plane. <laughs> and sometimes if I'm breath. lucky, I'll get, I, I'll get mostly if it's a morning flight, like, a, like the people that got on stinking it up with bad morning breath and coffee you just i like to walk and it's kind of that warm stinky sort of moisture yeah. from human bodies <laughs> blanket oh. of smell like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. i take a big breath of it and i'll get i'll get hints of uh 
just B.O., body, uh, bad breath, coffee breath, and then just the slightest little, sort of the higher notes of uh, that toilet water stuff that's in there, and then that weird smell of the coffee, fresh coffee. Right. Ah. People get on because there's not enough overhead space. That's why. They want to get on, get their bag on, so they get the overhead. Everyone's rush on, so there's a place for all their bags. That's why. Well, they're cheating now, apparently. They're doing all kinds oh, of yeah, things to try, to try to get on the plane quicker. They're lying about things, getting a wheelchair, all of, all of those things. That, um, But they're trying to cut back on this. The disability fakers, they get into the wrong group, and they, they, at the, at they go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was in three. I, I, I thought I was in uh, two. I try that every time. Three. Yeah, and then the ticket people aren't going to, they don't care. They just get you on in. That's right. They don't. They yeah. They don't care. Southwest Airlines is in a bit of a pickle because people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm obese. Um, I, I'll take two two seats. Person like, uh, first poor. Oh, to the discretion of the ticket counter person. Yeah, leave it up to that poor person. You don't look too fat to me. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, boy, you are a low. Sure you don't want yeah, free. Sure you don't want a free one. <laughs> Rise that. I was in the aisle today, flew back from Austin. The guy to the left of him in the emergency exit, Rice said, I'm not exaggerating, Dad, like you do. I'm going 400 pounds. I was like, really? Oh, yeah. How to be? In the emergency exit. Well, you think he could left, lift 30 pounds or whatever they, whatever they require you to do if you're sitting in that exit? Yeah, he said, I'll eat my way through the door. Don't worry. Slide <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a I need a vocal. Are you willing and able to help in the event? Like yes. Are you willing? Yes, yes. And not the guy nods his head. No, I need a verbal audio. Yes, they nod yes. She said all answers must be oral. So when she asked me, I I went oral. You get it? <laughs> okay, yeah. Take that back too. You're better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's clever. That's clever. All answers must be oral. Are you willing and able to assist in the amendment of emergency? Oral. Oral. Okay. I okay. got no it. No guy next to me didn't appreciate it either. Okay. All right? <laughs> Some people think it's funny. Okay, that's great, Sherry. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. We'll give you a call if we decide to go that direction, okay? Appreciate it. Thank you for your consideration. Bakizano Service Centers. With 60 locations, they've been around for 53 years. Take that car of yours to Bucky's. Bucky's Auto Service Centers. That was very bright. Thank you. That'll all make sense for those of you that listen to the tire show. I don't think you can pick and choose. Oh, I like this, I like that. This is not a buffet, okay? The show is not a buffet where you can just, you know, pick on through. This is the this is like a prefixed menu at a fancy restaurant in France. You got to eat the whole damn thing, and you just want to stick your th finger down your throat when it's over. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a great description. No complaining. I wonder if we to can the get that put on way. the uh, put that on mynorthwest.com. The John Curley Sherry Elliger show. <laughs> You're gonna want to stick your throat finger down your throat when it's over. Okay, where are we? What time is it? Okay, got it. See, so feel on top of it all. Um, we broke the story about Navani, the, the Russian who uh, was attacked with a chemical that blinded him one eye and then um, 
poisoned off to Germany, has his life saved miraculously, then gets on a plane. Joe, you watch the documentary on him. He gets off the plane. As soon as he gets off the plane, he knows they arrest him, and off he goes in jail, as so many of the people that oppose Putin have to get rid of these people rather quickly. And um, finally, they take him up to the top of the world. And there, about an hour before, apparently he was on video in good spirits talking to somebody. And then an hour later, uh, the report of the Russian hero's life ending at the age of 47. Joe, you watched the documentary. What were some of the most profound pieces that you didn't expect or you learned of? I think the most profound part was, so he he's poisoned on a plane. He's coming back from Siberia. And then, you know, as soon as the plane takes off, he starts going into convulsions. And there I can't remember the specific chemical, but there's a factory in Russia that makes this chemical, and they use it for all their poisonings. It was so, it was so predictable that nobody believed it because they're like, no way. This is like Putin's signature poison. He wouldn't do that to this guy because everybody's going to know it's him. But then they he, he hires an investigative service to figure out who might have been involved and who was in proximity, and they find this group. And then he starts prank calling these guys, basically cold calling them, saying, "Hey, yeah, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a governor, or I'm major. What's what with the special uh-huh. services? And I would like you to tell me what went wrong with the poisoning. Why didn't he die?" And most of them are like, "Click." They just hang up. They hang up. And then finally, one guy's uh-huh. like, "Oh." Well, the problem is they made it an emergency landing, and if they hadn't done that, then he would have died. We expected him to be in the plane longer. Basically spells out every detail of this poisoning, and that guy has mm. since he immediately disappeared. He hasn't been heard from since the day that phone call was made. Right. He accidentally yeah. fell out the window. Yeah. Um, Fascinating so put, movie, though. So good. I highly recommend it. What's the name it. of it? What's it's called it? Novani. It's on uh, HBO Max. Wow, that's a tease. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Well, okay. they say, John, that, you know, his, of course, his, his death is, you know, with uh, obviously attributed to Putin. But a few more details have come out. So, for instance, uh, some other people in the prison say that they heard a lot of commotion the night before. They believe he was killed the night before, even though they didn't announce the death until about two o'clock the next day. So they heard a lot of commotion. They heard trucks. Mm-hmm. They heard all these all these different things. Well, then his mom shows up to collect uh-huh. the body. Yes. And. It's not there. It's at a different morgue. But they have video of this kind of convoy going out of the prison. And people have reported that they did see his body and that he was badly bruised. He went into a convulsion. And they say that the bruising is because when they did Mm. chest compressions and things like that and and banging around from the convulsion, that's how he got bruised. So it sounds like it was another poisoning and he had a seizure. He knew he was going to get killed. I mean, he just knew it. Yeah, I think his wife knew too. I'm sure they've had that conversation many times about what's you know when it not if but when or not right. It's, yeah, and they have little kids. And the widow, Navani's widow, was speaking about she's going to continue this. Three days ago, Vladimir Putin killed my husband, Alexei Navalny. Putin killed the father of my children. Putin took away the dearest thing I had the closest and most beloved person. But Putin also took Navalny from you, somewhere in a colony in the far north, above the Arctic Circle, in the eternal winter. Putin killed not just a man, Alexei Navalny. Together with him, he wanted to kill our hopes, our freedom, 
our future, to destroy and nullify the best proof that Russia can be different, that we are strong, that we are brave, that we believe and desperately fight and want to live differently. It's, now you say, okay, they're obvious, if she picks up the mantle, they'll kill her. Right. Say, well, you've got two little kids. They don't care. I mean, no, 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 no. I, I, no, I know Putin doesn't care. Yeah. I'm just saying for her as a mother, do you now say for your children's sake, do you don't do this? Or do you continue and knowing you'll end up leaving your kids orphaned? Uh, it, that's the thing is... Uh, like we talked about on Friday, you can run, but you can't hide. So no matter where she goes, people will have eyes on her. And I think it's they may even kill her now, even so she doesn't get started on a movement because she's a very sympathetic character right now. And people mm -hmm. are going to follow her and they're outraged at what's happened. Right. Her so kids are not, by the way, they're I think the daughter, she's she went to Stanford. She's probably 21, 22. And the son is probably 16 or 17 maybe now. So they're not it's not like they're really, really young. And they're I, I, I get it. But still, I, maybe they had a conversation. They did. The yeah, they, they talk and, about it. The kid, the daughter says, I, you know, I, 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 I know that I have to prepare for the fact that my father is going to be dead soon. And my mother, possibly, I guess. Well, Listen, it's this is beyond anything any of us in the United States could possibly imagine, right? To live under that sort of rule, to have somebody that has that type of power, just kill whoever he wants at whatever time. Um, yeah, I don't even know why they're demanding an explanation, or they're, no one's going to tell them the truth. Right. Everybody's going to lie to him, and and they already know who it is, and that is there is no recourse in that country. Mm -hmm. What can you do? Nothing. Right. Right. Uh, trying to make hay out of it. Some ways, Biden's talking about it, saying, you know, you know, some a CNN reporter asked Biden whether or not is there was it something blood on their hands? You could barely hear it's going into the Republicans. Do they have blood yeah. on their hands because of this? Would you say the uh, GOP, the blood is on the hands of the GOP? Oh, they're making a big mistake not giving money to Ukraine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, says, look, the way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, the way they're walking away from meeting our obligations, it's just stunning. I mean, for a while, I've never seen anything like this. Right. Well, tomorrow, Jimmy Lai is on trial in China. Let's see Joe Biden dare to talk about Jimmy Lai and what happened in Hong Kong. He wouldn't get anywhere near that. Not when China gives you millions of dollars. All righty. You ready, Sherry? This is the uh, story you've been waiting for. Can't get through the entire show without doing a TikTok story. This is the latest bizarre story craze uh, in Korea. Mm -hmm. And these are South actual, Korea. these are wooden toothpicks, right? No, they are not. They are made oh. from sweet potatoes and corn starch. Oh. But but they're not really made to be eaten. So they've got something called sorbitol in them. And mm -hmm. sorbitol is okay in very small amounts. But if it's in larger amounts, it can cause vomiting, diarrhea, all kinds of problems. Sorbitol. Does that say sorbitol? <laughs> no, it says, I think it says soleil. Never mind. Uh, here we go. 
that actually looks revolting. It makes me not want to eat fried toothpicks at all. So 10 out of 10. The seasoning actually looks kind of tasty. But this guy looks so unimpressed. So I think it's still a no-go. 9 out of 10 for making me uninterested as well. Oh my god, she's using the Buddha noodle seasoning. That's quite genius. Okay, so this is a person obviously watching other people eating these toothpicks, right? So mm -hmm. the South Korean government has issued a warning telling people to don't eat fried toothpicks. Videos of people eating fried toothpicks have gone viral on South Korean social media. This according to Reuters. This uh -huh. prompted an official response. We need a Jenny Most read on this with one. The country's yeah. government asking people <laughs> to stop doing this. Social media posts show people deep frying green starchy toothpicks and eating them with seasoning. South Korea's Food and Drug Safety Ministry urged people not to eat fried toothpicks. It posted on X, formerly known as Twitter, quote, their safety is food has not been verified. I never understood the whole toothpick thing. I've got friends that just sit there after dinner and, you know, Pick at their teeth. What is it? Yes, I don't get it either. I don't it's, get it either. What? It's and and even some fairly successful. It's not like you know, some oh, that guy. Yeah, you not raised. I'm watching this guy like just take it, just work in his teeth, just Ugh. in there. Just, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't the, even the, the, work that well. And and what? why not just go home and brush your teeth or use dental floss? Right. We just finished eating, and now you're. Work in there, scraping yeah. around, trying to find extra. Was the food that good? I think I've got a little something. I got some chicken parm up there. I'll get if I could just between my incisors, number oh. five and number six, you know, number nine and number seven, right in there. Yeah, I could. Oh. And then they. And I remember we went to dinner. Husband and wife, nice people, got some money, and both of them are like. And she's like, oh, you got the fancy one with the red swirly plastic on the other end of it. <laughs> you got the New Year's Eve one. <laughs> I, I never understood it either because I, 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 I guess I've tried it, but it doesn't work that well. When you need one, toothpicks are the greatest thing ever. But oh. when do you need one? Well, what? save that drop. Save that drop, Andrew. There you go. Yeah, when do you need one? When huh? you got food stuck in your teeth. But not at the table. No, not at the table. I agree yeah. with you there. Don't do it in public. But, you know, step outside, go to the restroom, do what you got to do. Use but, toothpaste. Yeah, but why don't you just mm. use dental floss? Go to the restroom and floss and it'll come out. Oh, Sherry, come on. Yeah, come what? On, yeah. No, because, oh, <laughs> Miss, Miss Primit, yo, yeah, people are carrying around dental floss and they're in there, you know, <laughs> running the thing through there in the bathroom. If it's annoying enough and it's actually stuck in there, yeah, you can do it. That's why you have a purse. I like, I have a, I have a small little battery powered um, uh, water pick I like to use right there at the table. I put my napkin around my neck and it... And then you spit like, it in the glass, right? No, no, I don't even need to. I'm like, look at this stuff no. flying right off. This thing's amazing. <laughs> Is Al okay, by the way? No, he's out there. They're, they're, somebody hit a deer or some... So I think a cougar got a deer, ate part of it, and now it's out there and they're eating it. I'm like, oh my God. And then they come in and they're... <laughs> They're, they blood. got a toothpick. Now they got a toothpick, <laughs> yeah. and they're working. When you need teeth. one, toothpicks are the greatest thing ever. <laughs> there you go, Joe. Welcome hey, to the thanks. pile of drops. Okay, okay. <laughs> By the way, um, give me the drop about Joe and the toothpick again, please, Andrew. When you need one, toothpicks are the greatest thing ever.
It's crazy. It's groundbreaking. It's new. It's making history. Toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs>